0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome in to another episode of the Primetime Titans. We got Houston this week coming off four straight wins. We're headed to Reliant Stadium to play not our arch rival, but uh, a rival nonetheless, the Houston Texans, the former home of the Houston Oilers, our uh, predecessor, if you will, uh, for the Tennessee Titans Um always important to win in Houston to remind them that we are the dominant franchise just like we reminded Indianapolis last week that they do not hold anything against us so um, look for uh, a big day from Derrick Henry Uh, we're going to break it all down for you it's going to be interesting to see who plays and who is hurt this week Um, but you know have faith in the boys have faith in Mike Bravel. It's a big win uh, potentially for us if we can get it because we do have a hard schedule coming up. So um, I hope you enjoy the podcast that we have for you all and stay tuned. We mentioned it a little bit in the podcast here, but we've got some things in the works, some changes, some things we're excited about. I'll just tease it there. Hopefully we'll have some announcements to make in terms of where we're going as a podcast and some different partners we're bringing on um, over the next couple weeks and maybe a little bit of uh, a way to make you guys a little bit of money. Um, but I'll leave it there. Without further ado, please welcome in our good, dear friend, Johnny Cash. Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. I hear the train a coming, it's rolling around a bend. And I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when I'm stuck in Folsom Prison And time keeps dragging on But that train keeps rolling All down the side
1: Alright, here we go. Primetime Titans. JG. Pat it. And I'm Robert. And we're talking about the Houston Texans. Um, we got a game coming up. Another big divisional game. Not as mongo as the Colts game, but still a big one. Um, it is an afternoon game. Um, I don't know off the top of my head. Can one of y'all fact check me on if it's there or
0: here? It's away. It's away. Next okay. two games are away. Houston and Kansas City. Yeah, and, and Kansas City is a Sunday
1: night game, right? Uh huh. Yeah. And then
0: we come home for the Broncos. For the Broncos, <laughs> yes. Yep.
1: So, Texans. Um, here's the thing about the Houston Texans. They are who we thought they would be this year. They are what one and four, four and, and one, one now. Yep. Um, Slightly better than we thought. That's true. <laughs> a, they're probably a tie better <laughs> yeah. than we thought. Um, they Davis Mills has not been playing as well as he did at the end of the year last season. Uh, Brandon Cooks has not been as good of a receiver. Don't remind me. It's on my fantasy team. He's on my fantasy team as well, and he's been hot garbage. Um, you know who is a beast for them though? Nico Damien Collins. Well, he's pretty good, but Damian Pierce. Yeah a rookie running back from Florida. He's going to be the guy we got to stop and he runs hard. There was one game he registered like 17 broken tackles by PFF standards in one play. In I'm <laughs> <trying>. <laughs> PFF has never recorded that many broken tackles in a game. <laughs> Not in a play, in a game. <laughs> so, he is a beast. Like we're we are definitely going to have to stop him. Um, he's had 100 yards from scrimmage in four straight games Yeah, I mean, he is on fire He's also on one of my fantasy teams And yeah. he is
0: legit He's had uh, three rushing touchdowns on the year And he's a rookie from Florida Yep They'll get him involved in the passing game some But their main passing
1: back is uh, Rex Burkhead um, And they have, like, J- Jordan Akins, I think And Brevin Jordan A couple yep. tight ends that that are they are pretty good and serviceable, but um, I think Chris Moore is another one of their receivers. They've got some players and they're fine, but I think what the the big thing is like there's it's almost like there's nothing to show on their offensive side other than Damian Pierce, and then their defense is not great. Like Josh Jacobs, this yeah, past three touchdowns. ran all over him. Three touchdowns, a
0: ton of yards. They really miss Justin Reed, who's yes. at the Chiefs now. They miss uh, Art Stingley's. He's their has been number solid. one corner. He's been okay, but yeah, look, top, but he's a rookie. Pick. We yeah. should we should be able to hopefully get some separation against Derek Stingley Pettit. Hopefully, the we have more than four active receivers. Do <laughs> we think Derek Stingley shadows Cody Hollister all day?
1: I think he should.
0: <laughs> I think he should. Yeah, <laughs> that twenty-seven yard catch against the Colts last yeah. week. Yeah,
2: he's a he's a threat. <laughs> Cody Hollister. Put is.
0: that on film. Going to keep offensive coordinators up at night. That's why we ran
1: the play. We, or defensive we, coordinators we, up wanted, at night. We wanted the Texans to see that play and be like, we got to watch out for that guy someday. No. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, how are you all feeling about this game? I. It's almost like we're due – we've won four straight. We don't look amazing. Mm-mm. I mean, is our offense going to have a game where we kind of figure it out and maybe get a win before the Chiefs or I what?
0: I could see – Derek running for two hundred and fifty yards. Yes. And I can see us also in the same breath figuring out a way to lose this game. Like I I'm I think I'm just going to go into every single game, pretty nervous and open to all possibilities. I can't I'm not gonna let myself get into the mindset of Yeah, we I feel good about this game. We should we should be able to win. Because I just don't think we're that talented.
2: Yeah. I I I We should feel good, though, honestly. I'm just looking at it, and a lot of their weaknesses are our strengths. So, like, they don't have a great run defense. Yep. And, uh, you know, we – again, our strength is our run offense. So, I think that should be a big plus for Derrick Henry. Um, I mean, statistically, their third down is really bad so far this season. Again, that's a strength on our defense. We're Mm -hmm. really good on third down. Um, Just little things like that where I'm like – that matchup on paper should be pretty good for us. But, you know, again, the Titans have put up six points in the fourth quarter this season. So uh, there's just a couple things where... Oh, well, nine now. We got a field goal against the Colts. No, that's... it. that I think made those it.
1: were all, all those points, six oh, points.
0: Those six points in Sunday. the Colts were the only points we've scored. We had zero quarter. going into yesterday. Oh, my gosh. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Well, we still didn't honestly look good against the Colts. In the and second one half. of the field goals was
2: basically a third-quarter field goal. So Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, that's just whatever. But, I mean, we and the thing is, those six points in the second half that we scored were the difference in winning. Against the Colts, basically, that's the thing where like that would even six points against the Giants would have been the difference in winning. All these things were six points in the Raiders, the the Washington game; those points put the game away and seal it, where we don't have to wait until the very end. So, um, little things like sorry, that was just a little side topic, but those are things if we don't put up six points, (laughs) even six points in the second half against the Texans, we could lose any game that we play. Yeah. So, I like to think that we come out and we look good in our offense shows life but you just never know it, we, what team's we really take the field. we really
0: need to like this we have for to her, look good for
2: the fans for for anybody yeah, yeah. We, for
1: me at least just do it for me yeah, yeah. just right S- score more than 20 <laughs> points would you let that is that okay would, robert of course if they just do it for me yes for one daggum week <laughs> just give me like a like a give me a derrick henry 60 plus yard touchdown run please for me Come on. that's what i'm asking for
0: derrick uh, so <laughs> we're gonna have a really tough schedule coming up after this game. We've this is a kind we, of game.
1: Pat and I touched on it. Not as tough as we thought. Not as tough as as it looked at the beginning of the year. Yep,
0: true. With
1: the Broncos, Broncos look really bad. Packers, Packers look really bad. Bengals are starting to figure it out. Look really good. So
0: but I think you can kind of expect us to lose to the Chiefs. Yeah. We're probably gonna lose to the Bengals but as we much should, as I hate that. We
2: should beat the Broncos and the Packers. We should beat be yeah. the Broncos. But the I Eagles. I don't know
0: the Packers
1: because at Packers they kind of have our number. I don't know.
0: But, Eagles look good. Yeah, Eagles will and, yeah. and the two we're gonna have two tough games um against the Jags. They're gonna be probably tougher than the Colts. If you think about it
1: last year, what what did we start out last year before we went on that run? Like I, I feel like we only we have two losses right now. We're kind of setting ourselves up to to right now like put some wins together. We might get a loss here and there, but we actually might be okay. Yeah, I don't. It's as weird as like we. It's no, we, hilarious to say that because no, we don't we feel great about the team. We bro. we
2: are we are sitting in a good spot right now, being four and two. If two in the, the division, and we're hopefully can go three and own the division. Yeah. And all I mean, nobody's been dominant in the division in terms of their record because. Texans are Dude, clearly Jags losing to Texans. Five. Texans have a tie against uh, the Colts. The Colts, the Colts haven't won a division game yet. The Jags. The Colts have. They won. The, they beat the Jags. Oh, oh, they and beat they lost the Jags. the Jags. Yeah. Okay, so then the Jags. What do they have? They played the Texans yet?
1: Uh, okay, so the yes. Uh, okay, so the uh, uh, yes. The, the Jags, Jags beat em. them.
2: So right now, the biggest threat is the Jags in the yeah. division, and honestly, the Jags just us just to the Giants. But the Jags I mean, could beat us. I mean, they could. They absolutely could.
0: I'm almost more scared of the Jags, maybe, than the Colts. Yeah, Because the Jags
2: are a passing offense. Well,
1: I mean, I'm for a, sure now. Well, to- now, yeah. but yeah.
2: <laughs> I completely agree, but right now we are in a great spot where if we beat the Texans, we're going to be 3-0 and in the division. We're going to go into the Chiefs. We're going to be 5-2. and two. We're going to be sitting in a really good spot and then playing the Broncos and the Packers. It's like our tough part of the schedule is looking a lot easier. There's no cl- – Honestly, in the NFL right now, it's kind of a weird dynamic right now where there's only it's a so few weird. there's only very few dominant teams right yeah, now. Yeah, the NFL is very weird this year. And it's what And unfortunately we have to play 3 of them. So,
0: uh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Bills, the Chiefs, and the Eagles, right? Yeah, the and, and then the Giants. <laughs>
1: The Giants. the Giants have one loss.
0: Who we should have beaten if Randy Bullock makes
2: a forty-eight-yard field goal? Yeah.
0: I'm gonna, re- I'm just gonna say that non-stop this yeah. whole year. And I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll even put the Bengals. We should be five. I'll one. put the
2: Bengals in that category too because they, I think they're gonna put it together and be very, they're, very good. Yeah, they're, but they're starting to look pretty good. Um, all that to say, I mean, we, I mean, Washington just beat the beat the Packers, and yeah. we beat Washington, and the Jets beat the Packers. Yeah. So there's there's and the Giants just, beat the Packers. <laughs> yeah. There's just some weird stuff going on where. Right now, we're winning some, some gritty games, and it's putting us in a really good spot where if we could just start finding some offense, we could be one of those dominant teams very easily. Dominant might be a stretch. I don't know if I agree with you. <laughs> not, with not necessarily dominant like, to the Chiefs You're or s- to the Bills, but compared higher to these, teams? these much worse teams, like could, the Broncos yeah, yeah. and the Packers, we could be a top-tier team. How about that? I hear very you. Very quickly.
0: So, I want to take us back to the 2021 season. Take me back. We were 2 and 2 after that Jets loss, and we were all furious, being, feeling terrible about the Titans. We needed
1: a therapy session.
0: <laughs> we go to Monday Night Football against the Bills. We win 34 31. Derrick Henry goes off. Brian Tannehill plays really, really well. The next week, we beat the Chiefs all of, out of the blue 27 3. Destroy them. Destroy the Chiefs. Then we complete the sweep against the Colts in overtime. Derrick Henry gets hurt. What we're, a game. We're scared about the season. We go into L.A. on Sunday night football against the Rams thinking, we just need to look competent, and we beat them 28-16. Then we come back to Nissan Stadium and beat the Saints 23-21. That's a six-game win streak right there against some of the best teams in the NFL, okay? Oh, and I missed the Jags game before the Bills Monday night football. So there's your six games, Jags, Bills, Chiefs, Colts, Rams, Saints. Then who do we lose to at home in the rain? In a Texans. terrible game, the Texans. We were there. That was awful. Twenty-two to thirteen. That was so bad. So, again, that team last year was more talented than this team this year, without a doubt. AJ, even though he didn't play, but a it ton, was insane.
1: We were insanely hurt.
0: Like Harold Landry, at least, was there. Yeah. Um, and you can go game by game and kind of pick and choose. Okay, who's healthy and who's not. But this year, we've lost Landry. We lost Lawan. Who knows what the injury report's going to say going into this week? It's going to be a battle. It's not going to be an easy game. Like as mu- as much as we want to watch the Titans just dominate the Texans, I, I think we can see that this year. Yeah, there's going to be a point in like the second quarter where we're going to be like, oh, all right, are we got to we got to figure it out. Are we going to win this game or not? I think we're going to win.
1: Do we but, score more than twenty four points finally?
0: Yes. Or until not? I see it, I got to say no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm kind of with Robert. I'm That's saying yes. That's a good
1: yes. way to put it. I'm saying yes. We're doing it.
0: Do we see Kyle Phillips this week? I don't know. He heard his hamstring pretty late in the week. Do we, we don't have a good
2: hamstring guy.
0: We have horrible hamstring guys. Get him um, out of here. I've heard another interesting theory on our injury situation that uh, may may have come up previously, but I think it's it's worth bringing back up. Is Rabel too much of a player's coach? And what I mean by that is he is he's so sympathetic to his players cuz he played in the NFL and he's like longevity of your career and I know what it's like to be there that you know a guy strains his hamstring and he maybe could play but Vrabel's like no nah, just take a rest get you healthy 100% for next week and maybe on other, about. on other teams the coaches are like no nah, we got to push you you got to push through that and
2: play it's something and to maybe, think about. maybe but either way it's currently working cuz I will say a lot of times we've gone into playoff time the most healthy point in the season. Yeah, but we also we are the won.
0: most injured team in the NFL over the last, <laughs> you know, 20 games.
2: Yeah, but, I mean, if you like you said, he might be babying some of the injuries, and then he's like, well, let's save you for week 15 when we need you, and then let's get you a four or five-game stretch where we need you in the playoffs. And so far, the strategy has been working. We just haven't been winning those that playoff game.
0: So then is it working? <laughs> if we're not winning the playoff game. <laughs> Well, and I, I mean, the I hear strategy you, I of hear getting
2: you. us into the playoffs and winning those clutch games at the end of the season, and then, I mean, stuff like that has, has been working. Yeah,
0: it's interesting. It's something to think about. I don't know what the right answer is, and I don't know if you, anyone could, unless you're actually in the locker room and you're in the front office or no, you know know what's going on. But it is starting to get a little weird. How many injuries we have? It's yeah. not. It's not normal. I hate it. It's awful. And it's going to be like you said, Pettit and the tree cap, We're going to be holding our breath all week. On the injury report Is Nate Davis gonna play You know Is Bud Dupree gonna pop back On, on the injury report With a hip? Jeffrey Simmons' ankle Je- Jeffrey Simmons' ankle Ben right? Jones Ben Jones Ryan Tannehill's ankle There's
2: probably three or four other guys That we didn't know got hurt Yeah on that Stonehouse
0: list. How does Stonehouse get hurt I don't know His, his knee Good Goodness We're about to call Brett Kern And tell him to come out of maybe. Retirement in Laurelbrook And Honestly, say maybe. Hey, come on baby
1: Stonehouse has been a beast Yeah he has He's, He's he has. been awesome Okay so Um Let's uh wrap this thing up just with uh Robert and I will give score predictions, yep. as we always do. Pettit will give his what's gonna happen in the game prediction. Yep. Uh do you wanna go first, Pettit?
2: Yeah. <clears throat> Kinda like what I alluded to at the beginning of the podcast. Uh I think I think Derrick Henry's gonna do very well. I also think Hilliard's gonna play well. I yes. think um I love Hilliard. I think between the two of them they'll have two touchdowns. Um I don't know how much our offense does outside of that. Um, I hope we get Austin Hooper more involved, but I just have I have low expectations in the passing game, mm-hmm. especially with Hill. Especially hurt ankle. with
0: Dennis Daly as our left tackle, and a, <laughs> he's so bad. Yeah,
1: yeah. And yeah, and Tannehill, Tannehill hurt now. Tannehill Do we see Willow. Malik Willis?
2: Wow, I think we might see a couple plays from him. I I just I can't imagine if you're ever able that you see your backup quarterback. Maybe have a confidence issue and cause that fumble and almost lose it a game. How you don't be like, i got to get that guy more yeah, involved like in the game now because yeah. I need to build up his confidence. You can't just leave that note on a field for or, weeks and let that simmer for him. Let
0: me, let me float this out there. We continue with the Vrabel injury theory. And Vrabel wants to sit Tannehill for a couple weeks. <laughs> so he's healthy. And we see Malik Willis start and play the whole game. On Sunday, I wouldn't be shocked. I, I would be shocked. Tenhill hasn't missed a game as a Titan yet. Would you not be more excited about that than any regular season game? No, nope. actually, in the last, four I'd years? be more. I, I'd be more scared. This, this,
2: I'd be. I'd be scared, and I've been on record I'd be saying s- I'd be very scared to the point where I say if Malik Willis starts this game on next Sunday, we lose. But wouldn't you be glued to the screen like? Oh, More yeah. than normal, Absolutely, you yeah. would
0: not miss a single Malik Willis snap.
2: Yes, but I would also be like that's I do. Maybe I'm I'm you know yeah. I'm terrified and,
0: for his life. And I'm with I don't want Malik Willis to play a meaningful snap all season. And when he went in there, I was so excited. <laughs> like <laughs> it's it's hard. It's like I don't want to root for Both him, and. but I know if and when he does play I am gonna be so pumped. Yeah.
1: So what? What's your prediction, Robert?
0: Um, so like I said, until we score more than twenty-four, I'm not gonna predict it. So I'm gonna say twenty-three. We score twenty-three <laughs> points. <laughs> um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna err on the side of positivity. I think Derek has. I'm gonna say, hundred and eighty yards rushing. Wow. Ooh. On twenty-five that's carries. It's a, a great day. He does. He just always does well against AFC South teams. Especially the Texans. Last
1: time he played in that stadium, he went off.
0: Yep. He got 2,000 yards uh, in that stadium. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm going to say Derek has a big, big game, a couple touchdowns, and uh, the defense holds the Texans to 17 points. So 23-17. We're not pumped about it. We're not. We're not coming off that win thinking we're the dominant team. It's not sexy. It's not sexy. Tannehill looks okay. Tannehill starts, but uh, you know the receivers continue to underwhelm, and we're just crossing our fingers that we can make it until Traylon Brooks gets back, and hopefully then Traylon Brooks shows some some sort of life for our receivers and our offense. But I'm going to say this: Austin Hooper continues to have another good game. He's starting to string together some good games. And we're starting to see a, a second option in the passing. Love game. it.
1: Love it. Um I'm going Titans 31, Texans 20. Uh we get over that 24 hump. Derrick Henry has a 60 plus yard touchdown. I don't know how many yards he has other than that. But
0: do we do we want to talk about the Texans second wide receiver in your prediction?
1: Uh oh yeah, <laughs> I guess Nico Collins or Chris Moore. They're gonna have. Because Paris Campbell
0: was the second wide receiver, <laughs> he went off. Dead gummit!
1: It happened again. Uh, yeah. Who's okay? So yeah, let's do that. Let's pick which guy it's gonna be. I'm saying it's Chris Moore, number fifteen.
0: I'm gonna go Nico Collins. At this point, you're just throwing a dart at a dartboard on which non. It's not gonna be Brandon Cooks. Yeah, it's not gonna be Brandon. It's Cooks. not. It's never the one number one receiver. It's just.
1: <laughs> it's insane. It's been that it's for like number, five weeks in a row. Yeah,
0: either the number two or number three guy just absolutely has a day. So if you have Chris Moore, <laughs> yeah, or Nico Collins, Collins. maybe start a him. Shot in fantasy.
1: Shout out John Anderson. He started Paris Campbell.
0: I mean, at fantasy. this point, it's it's a it's a viable investing strategy. Yeah. Put ten bucks on the over, the the over, you know, hundred plus receiving yards. Yeah. and you know, a little, a little, uh, little preview here on what we've got cooking in the Primetime Titans podcast. We may be diving into some more uh, little gambling props, picks. Gambling picks. We, there may or may not be a deal in the works with the boys. <laughs> All right, we got it. We got a. Cross a few T's, dot a few I's, and (laughs) and sign a couple contracts here. But we have been approached, and uh, we got some more. Hopefully, some more uh, good news coming that way for you guys. We'll see. uh, We shall see. Maybe we're gonna turn into just a money making podcast (laughs) for you Titans fans. We're selling out. We're Um, We're going big pod.
1: But yeah, so I mean, another huge game, division game. Got to win it. I like if we're gonna stockpile wins, we're gonna get wins when we can. Texans is. Is one of those games, one of those teams, you got to do that against. So, that's what we got. There, those are our predictions, and uh, go Titans. I'm JG. I'm Pettit, and I'm Robert. And we thank y'all.
0: When I was just a baby, my mama told me, "Son, always be a good boy. Don't ever play with guns." But I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die.